joining us now is TVNZ political reporter Katie Bradford. How are you doing, Katie? Good afternoon and Happy New Year. It's still January, so I can say that, right? You can. Yep, January is <laughs> fine. As I've said before, January is fine. February is iffy and then March is a no-go. Uh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. We'll, enjoy, we'll enjoy January and the, these hot summer days while we can. <laughs> um, so I don't know whether you, you can compete with Mark's hot take on the, the Facebook transparency uh, issue, but perhaps you you can illuminate it somewhat because this might be this might be a little bit of a mystery for some people. Uh, Heather Duplessy Allen has written an article saying that that Labor have signed up, um, that National have refused to. This is the Facebook transparency tool. What is this? Okay, so and I think there is some confusion around, and that's fair enough. Basically, it, it it's used overseas a lot, um, and it's to collate the ads from each party uh, so we can see how many ads they've got, that they're from those parties, who's viewing them, which I think is quite interesting, and who's it, who are they targeted at? Um, and I think it's an interesting way of seeing just how much social media the political parties are doing. What those, what it's not doing, though, is fact, from my understanding, is fact-checking those ads, which is obviously what a lot of... Uh, the concern is around the world, and I think in New Zealand as well, is that sometimes some of these political ads, these attack ads, uh, perhaps have misinformation in them and aren't actually telling, you know, people read it and think it's fact where it's not necessarily true. But I think it's good in the sense that it does provide more transparency and we need that in our system. How much do you think, looking ahead to the election campaign, there is going to be an effort by Labour to portray National as the ones who are a little bit slippery with the truth when it comes to political advertising and, and attack ads. I think they're absolutely going to be going down that path. You can see, obviously, last year they were really upset um, with some of those ads and it became an issue in Parliament and so forth. I think all political parties are guilty of perhaps twisting the truth of the facts a bit when it suits them. Um, I do think it would be an easy thing for National to sign up and... and Say that they'll also be part use this transparency tool, use these ads, uh, use this Facebook in this way. It doesn't cost them anything. It's not hard to do, um, and it sort of seems like why not just do it if you have confidence in your ads and that you know, as they're saying that our we're not we're not putting out false information there with our ads. If you have no problem with it, why not do it? Well, exactly. Why haven't they signed up for it? What's there to well, lose for them to do it? Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't know. Right? I mean, Labor only signed up. The Greens signed up to it last year. Labor only signed up to it this week or said they're going to do it this week. Um, I think. I mean, I do think there's a much wider problem um, around the world uh, with these misinformation and um, the way it's being used. And we've heard um, Andrew Little talk about as Justice Minister about wanting to set up an agency to ensure that there isn't misinformation around the euthanasia and the cannabis referendums and going into this election. And I look at what's happening in America and India, and I've just been um, over in India and and talking to politicians and others over there about what's happening there. And um, the way they use social media there um, is also concerning. Um, WhatsApp is used a lot in t- to, t- to sort of put ads and um, attack ads and information out there as well. Um, and so I think in New Zealand, I don't think we're immune to it and we should use everything we can to ensure that the public are getting the correct information out there, particularly in election year. I'd, I'd love to hear more about your time in India. So so what what's happening in India right now, maybe you can shine a light on, which is that there is a move by the government Essentially, my understanding is, and maybe you can explain more. My understanding is, is is to to say that you are more authentically an Indian if you are Hindu, and that this is concerning because even though Hinduism is the the primary religion, that there are significant Christian and and Muslim and and many other religious minorities. Yeah, and I mean it's obviously it's obviously a complex issue, but um, Prime Minister Modi was re-elected last year, um, and there's 
definitely he he's taken a big he's 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 very he's he can be seen as being a bit like Trump. He's nationalistic. They obviously didn't sign up to that RCEP trade deal. They're focusing on India on building the economy, on being a competitor to China. And with that, they're trying to push the push these lines uh, around Hinduism. There's obviously big protests over there, and I did see a couple of the smaller protests um, against the citizenship law, which people are concerned about, particularly students have, have sort of started a movement around it, um, which is seen also as discrimination against Muslim um, and and from Modi um, and his leadership he doesn't use he doesn't use traditional media. He uses social media to talk to people and to appeal to young people and to appeal to, to I guess, the, the working class and others. And so it's really, it's, it's an interesting trend and we're seeing it more and more around the, the world like that. But yeah, India India is fascinating and I'm, I'm by no means an expert, but it was really interesting. And, and you stayed, and seeing how it's, you yeah. stayed healthy? Yes, I did. I was, in there, I was there for a week. I was I attended the Rosina Dialogue, which is a big political geopolitical conference. It was fascinating, um, yeah. and um, and yes, and really interesting talking to think tanks and others about what's happening in India and and sort of seeing oh, how so much fun. these things, seeing how these things are happening around the world, around the stuff around how social media is being more and more used. And um, I just I just think you know you sort of want to appeal in election year that everyone can actually just be a bit honest. Let's be honest out there and tell people what's actually going on. You know. Uh, closer to home again, just a quick word about uh, Winston Peters has defended New Zealand not sending somebody to the Holocaust Forum in Israel. What, what, what did you make of all that? Yeah, it was an interesting argument because we were one of the only countries not to go. And they basically seemed, the government seemed to be saying that the reason we didn't go is because the person they wanted to send was the speaker, Trevor Mallard, and they couldn't provide security um, for him there, which seems odd in Israel not to be able to provide security. But why, why they why he couldn't go, why they didn't do it, just seems like a, a strange move on my part, given it was such an important commemoration, and we have been represented at these before. Yeah, well, Jerry Brownlee has said it's a disgraceful decision. Would you go that far? Um, I'm not sure. I, I mean, I, I don't know why we, one, the Governor-General couldn't go as other countries did. It does seem strange to me that the government's saying, oh, well, you know, we tended Holocaust commemorations here. We don't always go to these things. It's expensive, et cetera. But you do think we should be represented at something like that. It, it does seem a bit strange because, as you say, that, um, that, that apparently there would have been security provided in Israel. Uh, yeah, well, you would expect so. Um, and why Israel didn't want us to, to be our speaker why we couldn't send a speaker, I don't know. It just seems very strange to me. Everyone's on holiday still. Maybe they, just, they didn't want to think about having to go back to work early. I don't know, but it, <laughs> it, it is an odd move. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, as always, for being on the program. Happy New Year yeah, once again, which we can do because it's January, so that's fine. <laughs> it's Katie Bradford, TVNZ political reporter. Take care.